Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit with the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. And we are right after... The very exciting Kentucky Derby 2020 has certainly been a very interesting year, and the Derby was just as interesting in the studio with me. I have my co-host Paulette Stout, top equestrian, and also our special guest Sarah Pinfield, who is an eventer. We're going to be talking to her later on the phone. I have a very special friend of mine I haven't seen for way too long, and that is top exercise writer Humberto Gomez. Humberto, it's lovely to have you with us. Thank you. Hey, Luisa, thank you for having me again. Yes. It was, it was a long time since, since the first time. It has been a long time, you're right. I think we were in a horse box. I think mm-hmm. we need to have a, uh, to win another derby to <laughs> I know, I know. Well, congratulations to you. Gosh, you must be feeling um, uh, pretty special. I call you a superstar because um, you rode Justify and, uh, and you rode Authentic and you're riding Maximum Security and you've ridden so many other... Uh, incredible horses. Uh, you must be feeling like the Baffert team definitely has the magic touch. <laughs> yeah, well, like I never feel like I'm a superstar or anything because uh, obviously the horses that we that we are lucky to have is just they are the superstars. They're they're amazing horses, and uh, we just give them maintenance and, and go from there. And obviously the team is a, a huge team, and Bad Baffert's barn were. It takes a lot of people to take one horse to the race. Mm-hmm. That's true. Definitely. That's true. Especially if they put ribbons on the, um, on the derby <laughs> roses. <laughs> oh, my God. That was scary. And they make us look like we don't know how to manage a horse. <laughs> oh, God. Just for that, right? <laughs> 2020. Somebody on Facebook that said something about putting those bugs on the horse and how could they do that. And I'm like, oh, they gosh. just don't understand. Not at all. They don't. No. Oh, so yeah, you know, it's funny that you always want to look uh, good on a picture or selfie or something. But no, this this wasn't the, the case. Uh, it was just like it was going to be your ass up in the air or something. <laughs> <laughs> so talk a little bit about the Derby experience this year. It has to have been a little weird to uh, not have real spectators, right? <laughs> Yeah, that was that was weird to to get that vibe of uh, all the the crowd yelling and cheering for the horse or whatever horse they like, and it just a walk out. It was a little bit different, but at the same time, it's, it was just like uh, we couldn't believe we were walking <laughs> to to the Kentucky Derby again. Right, mm. different. Um, what Very about different. what about thousand words? Um, were you in the paddock when he? Uh, I was really disappointed to see him go up, and but I was just very glad to see he didn't get hurt. But I know Jimmy, um, Jimmy did break an arm or wrist or, or something. So prayers certainly out for him for fast healing. But uh, that made the the derby a little bit more of a roller coaster, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, definitely. That was uh, that was uh, heartbreaking for us because that was another horse that it was training uh, super. He feels so good and. 
I know we always said this after all, but honestly, if you look at the the last race, he improved uh, tremendously, and uh, we were really excited to see him run as well. And it's a shame because you know every owner has expectations and the, and the dream to be in the derby, and you still lost everything just right before the race is it's hard, heartbreaking. Yeah. And on the other hand, uh, Jimmy, who is one of the well, it's not one of the ace, uh, actually, but right hand, and we cannot do things without him, and it was just like, you know, it, it was really sad to see him breaking his wrist, and and then after winning the race, he wasn't able to be, be that, you know, yeah. part of the commotion over there, too. Yes, yes, commotion. Gosh, yes, yes, <laughs> what well, I know, and then, and then to... Were you what were you what was going through your head when you were watching Authentic and Tis the Tis the Lord battling like that at the end? You have to have been thinking, oh, I mean, nobody has a crystal ball, you don't know, and Tis the Lord was fighting there to um, to, to win. What must have been going through your head? <laughs> well, um, first of all, we uh, we were you know give him a lot of respect to Tis the Lord because he's such a great horse right. as well and. And we knew when we went to the race, we were, honestly, we were confident that our horse was training good. Nothing was missing. He was completely healthy. And, but we knew that was, that, that was the, the most difficult part to, to beat a horse like that. And so when they turned in for home, I just didn't feel my hands. It was just like, <laughs> uh, you know, that excitement that you, think you can win and all of a sudden the horse is just just coming at us and you know it, it's sometimes very difficult to describe all the the feelings at the same time but it was yeah i i it was just really exciting to see him go by this alone yes yeah very exciting i think this is bob six derby win the rec uh, record and, and yes. record sixth. Gosh. Yes, it's absolutely Show incredible, something. really. I mean, it's just hats off to, to such a great team that works so hard and do so uh, do so well together. It's, it is literally a, a well-oiled machine, the way that the, the Baffert team works. Um, so, so who put the ribbons on the derby blanket this year? <laughs> well, I have no idea. Um, I have no idea who made the, the flowers and everything, but uh, it was definitely really uh, uncomfortable for the horse. It was hitting his hind legs and then the front legs. And, and that horse actually, Alpenic is very sensitive horse. And he couldn't, he couldn't handle it. I could see it wrapping, it wrapped around his ankle a little bit, I think. And, you know, I've been out on the trail before where a vine wrapped around yeah. a dead, broke, quiet trail horse that was like, what is this vine doing around my yeah. ankle, you know? So I can only imagine what. But they're but they're also on adrenaline right now. I just ran right, a race. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, so his adrenaline. Right. So he's higher than a kite right exactly. now. Exactly. So anything. That's so if you imagine a good off. old trail pony gets freaked out yeah. by that, how do you think yeah. he must have felt? Derby like, winner, what is yeah. going on? Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So you were sort of there for the save. I saw you. <laughs> you had a hold of him. <laughs> well, I was just trying to to help and uh, uh, the groom because he's so strong. And just try to keep him straight and, you know, trying to figure out what was the best way to, to make him stand for the picture. And because we, we were not getting out of there without a picture. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> that is so true. That is so right. So 
how was it as far as disruption? I know there was some protests and things going on around. Um, was that any concern? Was safety any concern, or was it pretty peaceful overall? Oh yeah, it was always a concern because uh, if you imagine, if only it, it, it could take only one person to just go in, in the middle of the track when the race is on or something, and it it, it would be a disaster. But I gotta say, uh, Churchill Dance did a great job um, keeping the place safe, keeping the horses safe. Uh, the COVID nineteen that was another issue that they did a great job. Nobody was allowed going into the track without getting tests. Mm. Wow, incredible! Well, Tom just gave us the one minute sign. It flew by. I just wondered, for other people's sake, on Facebook is. In his words, why did Thousand Words rear up? Yes, why did Thousand Words rear up? Well, um, usually there are some, some horses that when you tie the girl, they, they don't like that. So they, this is the kind of horse that you have to keep moving forward in, in order to get the saddle on them. Uh, usually when we're at the barn, we, we put the saddle on, but we don't tie the girl until I get on. and. As soon as he start walking, then you tie the girl, just to be safe. But uh, they know, they know, they, they like, like uh, you guys said, the adrenaline going on. They know they're gonna run, and you know. So it's another sign. It's not hurting. acting up that way. Yeah. Humberto, I want to thank you so much for sharing some of your Derby experience with us. Congratulations to you again. You do such an absolutely incredible job with these horses, and I'll talk to you very soon. Thank you, I really appreciate it, and uh, thank you for, for the support and, and for the fans as well. That That's right. always been very supporting. I'll talk to you soon, thank you. Humberto Gomez, uh, top exercise rider in Bob Baffert's barn. We'll be back on the Horse Talk Show in just a minute. We're going to have Robert Bolger with us. Stay with us.
This show is presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, one of the top equine hospitals in the USA with services including ambulatory, surgery, sports medicine, reproduction, and with doctors on call 24 hours a day. Check them out now at petersonsmith.com. The opinions of the hosts and guests on the host talk show are not necessarily that of Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louise Barton in the studio. Top question co-host Paulette Stout. I also have another Brit here. Another Brit. Sarah Finfield is here with us. She's a top eventer. We're going to be chatting to her later on. But joining us by phone, we have our contributors from Monmouth Park. We love sharing all their Monmouth Park memories. I have Lisa and Robert Bolger with us. Uh, Robert, I know you're going to do most of the talking today. Uh, I want to just chat to you a little bit about uh, the interesting derby weekend. We were just talking to Humberto Gomez uh, on the phone. He was just sharing some of what Derby Day was like and uh, the adventures that they had with Thousand Words, unfortunately. Flipping, uh, gladly not hurt, and then of course the ribbons on the uh, uh, the derby uh, blanket that caused quite a commotion and uh, quite an exciting weekend. Tell us what Monmouth was like. Well, it was. Uh, I say thanks for having us. You know, we really appreciate it, Louisa. It was. It was great. Uh, you know, probably the biggest crowd of the year uh, for for Kentucky Derby Day at Monmouth. Uh, you know, people turned out. It's always a festive day at Monmouth, and uh, we had a lot of fun. You know, they have the uh, mint julep uh, station mm-hmm. set up, and they have uh, some vendors <laughs> out there uh, selling, you know, horse pictures and all different kinds of memorabilia. And uh, people are just festive on Derby Day. And even though it was a weird year, you know, with it being so late, the people turned out and it, uh, it really, uh, you know, it uh, was nice to see so many people there festive and, and excited about the race. It, uh, it certainly was. It was a, a different day. I asked Humberto how it was with no no spectators and, uh, and he said it was really a different kind of a vibe, you know, a different kind of a feeling this year. So when we thought 2019 perhaps was the weirdest and oddest uh, derby we ever saw. Uh, it really, um, we could do a bit of British banter there. It would be Derby, wouldn't derby. it? Derby, <laughs> exactly. Kentucky Derby. Let's throw that out there because we were just talking about some British banter, banter, weren't we? We've got to add that in. Um, so, talk a little bit about what's going on with Monmouth and some of your adventures. I know that um, your page that I love to follow, Monmouth Park Memories, always has some great uh, top jockeys and exercise riders and and trainers and owners uh, all over the place. I know the Haskell was uh, fun. Uh, we're sharing actually some of those now up here. Um, but um, tell us a little bit about that. And I know you've sure, been visiting you know, maximum security we, uh, quite a bit. We actually can start out with the fact that the Derby winner is actually our Haskell winner, you know, <laughs> Authentic, who, who won right. the Kentucky Derby. and. Uh, you know, and that was really exciting, you know, because uh, we got to see him this, this summer. You know, everybody who came out on Haskell Day got to see him, you know, right there in person, you know. And the great thing about Monmouth Park is it's, uh, you know, we get from, from people all the time that haven't been there. And they come and they meet us and we bring them around and they say, I love the intimate uh, environment here, how you can get up close and personal with a 
with the horses and with the horsemen and they were all right there you know and uh so having authentic there this year and he goes on to win the kentucky derby yet uh, uh that's that's very exciting but there's been a lot of excitement around monmouth this year where we're one of the only tracks that if not the only track that that are left that that actually has spectators <laughs> and it's been an exciting meet you know this year um at monmouth uh, we have a lot of exciting things that have happened you know you have um uh, paco lopez is leading the jockey race he's got 45 wins and kelly breen leads the trainers race he has two, 22 wins but beyond that you have the story of Farron peterson who uh you know came to monmouth this year she's 28 years old she's a veterinarian she's she's a little bit of everything i mean you see her in her uh tweets and you know one day she's lifting weights and the next day she's <laughs> she's uh hitting a heavy bag and the next day she's she's doing acupuncture on on horses wow. and uh so she's kind of like it's like the 80s version of bo jackson where you know <laughs> we always say Farron knows well Farron knows a little bit about everything and uh she's she's second in the jockey race right now she broke her bug she won four races one day and uh uh, she's having a tremendous meet, and uh, she's been, you know, kind of a buzz around Monmouth. And uh, you know, we we have, you know, Jose Ferrer, who's been, uh, you know, he's one of our, he's our veterans who who just won his forty fifth, uh, forty five hundredth uh, race. Wow. Tony Wilson, who's a small uh, trainer, he just won his two hundredth, and Kelly Breen just won his eight hundredth. So you have a lot of excitement around there. And how about this? We have a one vet who fold all 10 winners on New Jersey Thoroughbred Day. All 10 winners on the card. Are he you serious? Serious. Now that's I magic touch. That a magic touch, right? <laughs> wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Dr. So, Mark Kedner and, uh, and even uh, one of our small trainers, uh, she hadn't had a win in a couple years, and she's been battling, battling cancer, Jean oh. Voicevich. You know, everybody around Monmouth knows her. She's a small trainer, but she does everything with horses. And, uh, you know, she won her first race in a number of years at Monmouth this year on a horse called Let's Rumble with, with Nick Juarez up. And uh, that was, you know, uh, there was so much excitement about that because people don't realize that the lifeblood of our industry is the small trainer, is the small connections. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So how are things there? You, you mentioned you've had spectators um, throughout this, which is amazing. Are you copying me? You know, they say imitation's the highest <laughs> form of Potatoes, but they watch. You guys, you're not really having too much problems with the with the COVID, with the pan, the COVID, the pandemic. You know, Mama has COVID protocols in place. Everybody's comfortable, and you know how it is at a track. You have plenty of space. You know, people aren't on top of one another. Everybody kind of does their own thing. Not unless they have too many. Mint juleps, and then they might be on top of each other. But people are just happy to get out and see horse racing. Yes. You know, when Mammoth Park is, you know, back in 1946, when when uh, they they reopened Mammoth Park after years of not being open um, because they brought paramutual wagering in, uh, it became known as the uh, you know the 
resort of the shore, the racing resort of the shore, you know, and that's kind of what it was. And, and you know, and people love having having that to be able to come out and watch a car to racing, lay some bets, bring the family. Uh, you know, having it open this year, it's just, you know, it gives some, you know, gives people a place to go and to get away. I think after quarantine, it's, mm-hmm. it, you know, people just want to get out somewhere. And the track just brings so much comfort where people can come there and safely and, 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 uh, you know, have some fun and have some normalcy. It really, uh, you know, I've only been to one Haskell. I'm ashamed of myself. I've only (laughs) been to one Haskell, but I had a blast. I had such a good time. I loved the track there. Um, I ran into you guys there. (laughs) I ran into Ronnie Turcott, who rode Secretariat. I ran into Ronnie and them, and it turned into an interview and a a friendship. (laughs) It was amazing. It was incredible. Oh, Ronnie's the best. (laughs) He really is. You know, I should have had that photo up for you guys to see. What is wrong with me? Yeah, what is wrong with me? I have nothing else to do. Um, I actually uncovered one time the the, uh, pictures from the very first Haskell. Uh, Ron Turcott was in that race, and I didn't realize it, and he pointed it out when I posted them. Uh, He says, oh, I'm in that race there. Yeah, I I, I took second. I said, no kidding. He says, yeah. We we had a conversation about that, and I went, and I I blew up the picture, and I I sent it out to him and and, and stuff, and he told me all about the race and the winner and the the race, and... uh, Oh, that was That's a great awesome. conversation. Bobby uh, and Lisa, thank you so much. This segment flew by. Um, we've got to jump off onto commercial break now, but um, I'll be talking to you soon. Thank you so much for contributing and sharing uh, so some of the wonderful thank things you. that go on at Monmouth. We uh, we always love following you, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank right. you so you, much. Thank you. Thanks. We love Bye. you guys Bye. too. Uh, back after this break, we're going to start chatting to Sarah Pinfield. We're going to switch it up a little bit from racing and take it straight over to eventing. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be right back. This show is sponsored in part by Hilton Garden Inn. Downtown Louisville, only five miles from Churchill Downs. Enjoy the two most exciting minutes in sports, plus our hearty breakfast and a mimosa, and let Hilton Garden Inn do the rest. Book for Derby 2020 now. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Our Facebook broadcast sponsor is Larson Farms. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Richard, owner of Larson Farms, is committed to a positive attitude, integrity, dedication, quality and teamwork. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay. Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. 
Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with my co-host, Paulette Stout, and we have special guest, Eventa Sarah Pinfield, here with us. But before we start, we've got to do a quick shout-out for Pulse Center of Ocala. Um, I've had a couple of friends now that are top equestrians who cannot say enough about their experiences at Pulse Center. Um, I've always loved MagnaWave, I've always been a big fan, but this is much, much stronger and you get much better, faster results. And equestrians, we put our body into all sorts of uh, different stressful environment situations, whether it be riding, unloading our hay, uh, mucking, pushing wheelbarrows, all of that work, lots of fun. Uh, mowing, we can't do enough of it, and we, we absolutely need to take care of ourselves as well as we do our horses. And Paulette shared her experience last week about her hand, how much better after just one short treatment it was. Just need to get her back in. Brushing and Mary up. Phelps, who is a top, top equestrian also uh, in the driving world, um, has shared how her and her husband have had results as well. So check them out, Pulse Center of Ocala. I personally need to be pulsed at least once a week, and when I miss, I can tell the difference. So check them out. Equestrians definitely need to be pulsed on a regular basis. And we've got to get you back in, Paulette. Yes, we're going to Definitely. I'm getting in there. If you start young, you'll be okay. Exactly. Uh, we're going to switch it up a little bit to eventing. We're going to talk to Sarah Pinfield. <coughs> uh, we're going to do maybe some British banter in between. Bit of banter. Because she said something earlier about going to spend a penny, and I haven't heard a that in... Exactly. My grandma used to say that all the time. My I, grandma I used had to no say idea what it meant. Now you can't go and to the loo for a penny anywhere <laughs> if you have exactly. to pay. Did you have to drop a penny in the loo? I've only ever spent a nickel. Well, really? We can make that your saying. Yes. Spend a nickel. Spend, Spend a, a nickel. nickel. We'll make that your saying. So, Sarah, we're going to start out with talk a little bit about uh, your childhood. I met your mum yeah, at, exactly. at Golden Ocala, and I just loved her. In fact, I think we're going to start a British pub now because, you know. Let's do a big franchise. I know, a big franchise. We need a proper know. one. Banter. I know. Or something. <laughs> but when I met her and we started talking, and then she asked me about the show, and we were talking about that, and then I said, "Would be lovely to have your daughter on." And so yeah, no, I'm I'm very grateful. Thank you. You know, this is um, it's great. You know, I haven't done much of you know the television stuff, but you know, got to get going. So absolutely, no, yes. Thank you for. So having you started me. out riding quite young. Yes, very young. My um, parents trained racehorses primarily in California. I was brought up there, um, so I spent my years. You know, going around Santa Anita, seeing where Sea Biscuit used to be trained, and want and you know, I remember as a kid, whether you know, around three years old, people, you know, all the grooms te uh, teaching me how to do the bandages and um, being in places I shouldn't have been, you know, <laughs> as you do. Um, so yeah, I started young. I have it in my blood, but it's a huge passion of mine, you know. And the thoroughbreds, you know, talking about the racing before, you know, that's a huge you know, um, part of my life too, you know, and that the thoroughbreds for the venting are only taking off now. I um, know, I know. And that's what, you know, the, the stamina and yeah, they can be sensitive. They're brilliant. That, but that sensitivity is what you're, you know, that what will give you that partnership um, and that like um, heart to, to do what do what you want. So, so no, I'm a, I'm a very big, you know, I'm very big on the thoroughbreds for, for my career. So you find for sure. them being real, real brave? 
<coughs> very brave, yeah. I mean, obviously you have some that are like, okay, that's a ditch. It's not going fast. <laughs> No, thank you. Obviously, you have them. It's like us, you know. Right. Um, but, you know, for especially the speed, um, but bravery, they're there. You know, and if you've got one of them, you, you can't put the bravery there. You know, mm -hmm. they've either got it or they haven't, you know. So um, I believe they, they really do. And um, once so you did, you, did you event it when you were little or did that come later on? It came a bit later on. So um, we were in uh, California and then my parents trained in Singapore for, for four years um, in Asia. So that's where I started, you know, riding a bit more. Mm -hmm. And I can remember I must have been around seven, eight and I was jumping this horse and it gave me the best feel. <laughs> best feel and then the instructor praised it and I was like right that's the feel I want to have for the rest of my life <laughs> and I knew that day that that's what I wanted to do and so every summer we'd go back to England my parents were British and um, like you see on the on the pages now I used to go hunting jump all the big hedges off um, you know we didn't have we had lone ponies so my mum was like okay I'm gonna you know show you and teach you how to ride these ponies but then right now for two weeks you can do it on your own you know, and if you fall off, you fall off, go around the fields, you know, then come back and we'll evaluate and see how you're getting on and whether, you know, you need to kick up the butt or whatever, you know, like that. She probably um, didn't say butt. No, 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 not that. No, no. Did she say? You know. Um, so no, then that's uh, so English. That's very. That's round our uncle's farm, and that's my sister and my mum ponying her round, and I'm there, like you know, let's make sure that everything's up together. Um, but uh, no, they were good memories, and um, that little pony in the middle, I used to ride her too. She would jump nothing, you know, uh, show jumping. She would drop me into every fence. Oh, I you know? had that pony mm -hmm. too. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Actually, I had a couple of those. A couple. Uh -huh. But they're the ones that make you the good you know, explanation for me. I had a lot of that's where it's coming from. So it doesn't make you scared. No, I mean obviously everyone's different. I'm like, get back on and, and I wanna again. and try again and also because I knew that that's what I wanted to do, I'm like, okay, this is the only way you're gonna learn and be the best. Um so that pony I'd take out hunting, she'd jump everything. Um I've got a funny uh, story, my sister would go hunting and she was quite nervous. But out hunting on that pony. She was older than you. She was. She's younger than me. She's younger. She's than younger. You. Oh, so my sister and I were the other way around. My sister was nervous, but she was older, older. than me. Older. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd be on on my pony, and we'd be cantering round, and um, you know, you go around the cornfields out hunting, and you have to go around them. You can't go through them. Yes, that's well, right. Well, Em's like, okay, I'm I brave out that. hunting. So my sister's called Emma. So she'd go straight through the cornfields, and we're all like, uh, no, and she's just galloping <laughs> straight through. And then we'd have like these fences, um, tiger traps. And you'd have to go from you know one field to the next, jumping them, and we're all kind of clapping her on. You know, everyone's aside apart from Emma, like clapping her on to come over. And she's so nervous, dear thing. And then once she did it once, she's like, "That's it, I'm going back and forth and back and forth." You know, so so no, that's a good thing about the hunting. It got us brave, um, and all those you know falling off. You know, incidents and those dirty ponies. That's what helps yeah. us. That, so you're talking about my childhood. Mm -hmm. Actually, you'd get a lot Did your mum put a jacket pocket? I was always eyeing everyone's up. Okay, you know, 
had it at seven <laughs> in, in my jacket. Slow gin. Yeah, it was, well. it, was, um, it was either sherry or brandy yes. or something like that. Because it's the only thing that when you're freezing to death... That will keep you warm. That will keep you warm. You just have a little flask about this big inside or your you jacket. you just didn't know that you were no. cold. <laughs> you I might need that in here. <laughs> <laughs> so... We went hunting one, um, and I took this girl, Melanie Sini, who wasn't an experienced rider, but she'd ridden a little bit, but she hadn't done much hunting. And I took her, the two of us went out, and we got lost. And my mum and dad were following us in the Land Rover. Yeah. Well, they were following the hunt. But we got separated from the hunt, so you would get a laugh out of this. So I didn't know at the time, but I'm sure they were having a few. Yeah. You know, drinks. Exactly. So it took me, we have one minute, um, that's what the finger means, by the way. It's this finger, <laughs> just so you know. The, the um, so they, they I could, we couldn't, we, I, I have these visions to this day of looking down at this frozen path we had the ponies on, and it was pitch black, oh and it gosh. was dark, and we were missing for like 11 hours, and it was the brandy that saved us. Saved you know, method in the madness. There it is. We're coming back uh, more with Sarah Pinfield in just a few minutes in the second half of the show. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be right back. This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. Dak, it makes a world of difference. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. The Equine Performance Center Opala with numerous success stories and featuring the most advanced equine conditioning and rehab equipment available in the world today is striving to be the best in the nation. Find them on the web at epcrehab.com and like them on Facebook now.
Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented this hour by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy store. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab. You're switched on. You're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our Facebook broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with me, my co-host, top equestrian and judge, Paula Stout. And judge. Now. We got to see the judge picture, the picture on the now. break. Yeah. We've seen the picture. <laughs> We do. And we also have a special guest in the studio with us. We've been talking a little bit about uh, Sarah Pinfield's growing up. Had a chance to hear some fun things about uh, hunting in England and, and growing up there. Kind of switching it up a little bit. Um, you sent me some videos of you on racehorses on the track. Yep. Yeah. And no. I was quite impressed. No, I'm, you know, like I say, you know, my parents being racehorse trainers, then that was on my bucket list, you know. So you galloped I, for them? Yeah. So, well, I, um, we went away for a while, went to England, and then um, in England, uh, I rode out for some uh, national hunt trainers. Mum's like, okay, these cross country horses, you need to learn to, you know, if, if they're pulling, then you've got to keep coming to the fence, you know, because if you pull a racehorse, they're only going to pull you back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then when we came back to California, I was like, you know, Santa Anita, that's where I was brought up. I want to ride there, you know, so I was lucky. My parents old contacts and um, went around the, the barns, you know, asking for some rides and got on some nice horses and riding all the different ones. I think that's important is that the more different ones you can ride, the more, um, you know, obviously your skills get your better. Skill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but also you start to learn how to get inside their brains a bit quicker um, and know how to improve each one. Uh, my mum used to tell me stories that when she was first there, she, so she was an excise rider for um, Bill Shoemaker when she first came over. She didn't tell me any of this. She was, and my dad worked for Charlie Whittingham, and so she'd tell me she'd... Um, <laughs> Small world. There we go. I know you're watching. I cannot believe <laughs> you didn't tell me all this. So she'd... she'd we write got to get her on the show. We do. We do. <laughs> so she'd write letters to this um, world-renowned physio in England, um, uh, Mary Bromley, and about riding these horses um, on the track and how sh you could improve them through doing flat work. So mum would go down to the back of the chute, do some shoulder in, some leg yield, because you know these horses, they come out the gate and you still have to be able to steer them and, and go around each horse as you know, they might break badly. So, you know, a bit of collected canter, but you know. So she used to, you know, do a lot of that and go back and forth with Mary and 
that really helped. And then, you know, where I'm grateful is that she's passed that to me. So then when we came back, I rode out Santanita. Um, I mean, coming around the turn, breezing and thinking, oh, you know, Seabiscuit's gone around this turn too. <laughs> Blimey, yes, go for it. Now the British banter, blimey. Isn't that, is that Australian though? That's, I think that's, no, that's Australian oh, yeah. too. Well, I think oh, okay, it's in both. Okay. But yeah, England, yeah, I mean, okay. blimey was something we, actually that blimey we actually got into trouble for when we were little. Oh gosh. Because okay. it's actually Sorry, the slang for blind me. Ooh. And oh. originally I think it was God blind me. Like, and so <laughs> it was like really bad. You weren't oh. supposed to say it. But then it got shortened to blimey. blimey. But then is it in Ireland they say blimey O'Reilly? Yeah, O'Reilly. See that? Exactly. It's all I'm having it's all flashbacks. There. <laughs> yeah, so um, then shortly after, you know, I did some more work and then my mum and I got her own barn at um, a great equestrian facility um, down near Temecula near San Diego called Galway Downs. And that had a mile track with a gallop, I think like five furlong gallop cross country. They have brilliant international events there um, but also that enabled um, us to start our pre-training business so I would get racehorses in whether they w needed braking to go to the track or ones that would come away from the um, track needed and needed a bit of flat work you know had some good trainers that you know understood that aspect too that we can strengthen them up like on the video here I'd go in the arena um, I'd probably go on the track, you know, a few times a week. But then it shows that by doing the work on the arena, strengthening them up, shoulder in, leg yields, getting the basics, you can go on the track and it's, it, that's the easy part um, because you're developing that natural strength. Um, but I, I love that part too, you know, improving but that's them. a part of getting into their mind too. Yes. Because when it's run, 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 you, you just kind of blow them up yeah, a little bit. And You've got to get them back. back. And that and also. training smarter, not harder. Right. Exactly, not making them sour. You know, mm -hmm. they go to that, you know, stall to the to the track every day. You know, you right. of course you have the trainers that will go to the to the shoot and we'll do a bit back there or hack them around the barns a bit, but we all know. It's but that's difficult. so different than in England. So in England, my uncle is a racehorse trainer in Newmarket, yeah. Mick Ryan, yeah. and he's very well known. He's actually his pictures up in the museum there Gosh. that they have in Newmarket. Yeah. But they take them out on the heath mm -hmm. and, you know, they go up and down the hills and they sort of hack and do... And then they like get gallop see. types. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So they don't just do this. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you're hacking to the track, they go to different places, so yeah. you're essentially you're not making them the sour horse. in their brain. You know, physically it's they've really got, their brain. Yeah, they're physically they've got to be at, at their best. But mentally they'll give you more too. Yes. Yeah. You know? And it's mm -hmm. the same with the like our event horses or whether I have a dressage horse, it doesn't matter what discipline we're always for varying their work because it's like us you know if you go to that office and do the same thing every day you're you you're know you're getting it yeah. you don't feel good about it yeah, it doesn't make you happy no. <laughs> your work will just kind of either you know keep on that that same level or decline so we like to really um vary it up for them variety yeah. is the spice of life the spice of life exactly That's true. <laughs> exactly. and it also gets them better prepared for dressage yes when you do more with them like like, come like, off yeah. the track better. Right. Right. So, yeah, exactly. they've, they've already got, you know, got those 10 steps ahead. You know, so when they are done with their race and career, they've already got those basics. And also, what I, I used to have calls from the trainers that say, you know, thank you, because the exercise riders are also getting a better fe feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not getting them one that's, you know, going to take off or think they're going to flip over backwards on you. At least they're, they're also a step ahead when they get there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're young when they go to the track, so you've mm -hmm. got to develop their bones and that strength. I think beforehand, you know, it's very important that, that you know, that pre-training. 
um, you know, they've got to go in hard then and start freezing more. So you've got to have those essential strengths there already. It, you know, otherwise you're skipping steps. If you don't have the basics, there's nothing to go back to. Back to, mm -hmm. uh, absolutely. And that I think that's you know with all disciplines. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Not just you must the racing. have those basics. Mm -hmm. so now you, you sent me back. some nice little clips of you doing some <coughs> dressage. Yeah. Um, it was nice to. Uh, I love to see that because, mm -hmm. uh, if, uh, to me, eventing is the toughest of all the the equine sports mm -hmm. because you've got to be really good at. Three, three phases exactly. yes three phases yeah. so i love to see that when you especially when you take a racehorse mm -hmm. and kind of key him down it's like this one here is a california bred racehorse um very talented horse but sensitive so he's one you know especially we vary the work with this was his first international event um again you know it's creating that partnership and I always say, even though this one's my personal horse, regardless of whether I'm riding, you know, not a personal horse or, you know, someone else's, they're all the, you know, they're mine, essentially. You know, I want to get into each brain. This one here, the lovely dressage horse um, of a sponsor and a client of mine. Um, but also, my, this is all developing ri my riding, too. The more I can ride the different types of disciplined horses, whether it be on the track, that's helped me for the cross-country, um, and the thoroughbreds, obviously, I love. Um, but And this one here, this is a English hold, hold thoroughbred. That thought. Sure. Hold that thought, please. We got okay. the one minute sign from Tom. We can't one go minute. over or we go in time out. So Absolutely. We are going to go to break <laughs> and come right back. The good news is we have Sarah. <laughs> we have Sarah for one more segment, actually two more segments, but one more segment we're going to be talking about her. We're going to share some more of her uh, eventing with you and some cross country great uh, photos and videos. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet. We'll be right back. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage, and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages, and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Happy, healthy horses live in fly-free barns. Don't allow annoying flies and mosquitoes to cause disease and health issues getting between you and your horse's happiness and health. Get your fly misting system now from Acres Pest Control. With over 20 years of pest control experience, family owned, licensed and insured. Get your free inspection with Acres, the best for your Acres. Check them out now at acrespestcontrol.com. That's A-K-E-R-S pestcontrol.com. This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters. 
race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. This show is brought to you in part by Horse Boxers USA, the newest and most advanced way to safely transport your horses in style. Horse Boxers USA comes standard with a backup camera, horse cabin camera and dual fans. Visit them at JJ Tack Shop on Highway 40 in Ocala or online at horseboxesusa.com. This show is sponsored in part by All In Removal. Like jockey and horse, shavings delivery and manure removal go together naturally and are the green natural solution too. All In Removal offers a great way to save you money combining the two services of quality pine shavings delivery and manure container rental and removal. Great service, great quality and the green choice too. Like All In Removal on Facebook now or go to allinremoval.com for more information. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Got to do a quick shout out before we start for some really, really good fly spray, which, by the way, I was spraying my horses with this morning, and as I was spraying them... They died. But I thought, oh, you know I what? Mean, and the fuck? Not the horse. I was, I was, I was half going, oh, God. Brilliant. <laughs> yes, the flies died. The flies died. <laughs> Thinking, oh no, she's referring to my 35 and 27-year-old. <laughs> no, not yet. The um, flies died. Yes, the flies died. They seven for <laughs> God. By the way, it is vicious stuff. It works. Oh yeah, no, I, I swear that. by it. Oh, it really is good mm, stuff. Swear it's, by it. It's yep, I like a, it. absolutely excellent. Yeah, and mm -hmm. the, great the, product. The, the company it behind it. Too. It smells good, and the, the people, the company behind it, they're lovely. They're so good to work with. They're like family. Sorry, um, all are family. You know, <laughs> they're basically. You know, I think it's more of a family business, but they treat you like you're part yes. of that too, oh, and cool. that makes a huge difference to the clients, and Absolutely. you know, even wanting to buy their products. Yeah, you know, and good sponsors really. It really matters. Oh, they they very much matter. You know, they're they're backing you, but also you know they're important. They're important for the horses, um, you know, especially great products like that. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know, in Florida here, where there's there are quite a lot of bugs, I've noticed that there's coming down. Bugs. Yeah, my ankles can can show that. I'm not. I know. Them. It's Nick Castley. Oh when God! I first Gosh. moved here. <laughs> When I first moved here, I thought that there was I had some like disease or something Stuff. and it was just bites bites mm -hmm. and and even when I get a bite now oh then they like blow it's, up. it's incredible yeah. I mean when I you get older and you get a bite your skin falls off <laughs> not there yet <laughs> I am <laughs> not there yet. then <laughs> you're not there yet glowing <laughs> I don't know about glowing <laughs> 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 me 
some brilliant um, photos and videos eventing, you, uh, of of some the cross country. Now, yes. when I was eventing, which was really low level, like little shows that I was doing, I didn't at the time. Don't get upset. With me. <laughs> I didn't like the dressage because it was really yeah. boring. Now I love it yes, and love yeah. watching it, but I didn't like it then because all I wanted to do it was, was more take boring. off and gallop. Gall exactly. And so yeah. I loved the cross country. Like I loved that was the yeah. best part best for me. Best part, yeah. Yes, because you know it's like in England, you don't have the Florida Greenway like you do here, where you can yeah. just take off. The re one of the reasons we did fox hunting is because they opened up all the farms and we could yeah. go and keep going. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So I loved the, my the favorite, country part. Yes. And that's most people's favorite part. And I'd say, you know, yes, it's one of my favorites. But now I think the more I've done each discipline, I love them all equally. Because also when you start feeling the improvement of a horse, even in the dressage, where mm -hmm. you can start doing PF, or even just like when a horse can't walk in a straight line, then the next thing they can start, you know, going sideways, you mm -hmm. know, when you want them to. Um, yeah then that's always a, you know, it's a good feeling. But cross country, when when you have that feeling that they're clear, clearing those big tables like this horse here and jumping in front, uh, in front of, um, you know, these these big renowned houses. Um, that's great, right? Uh, this was a lovely event at Belton, which is unfortunately um, stopped running now in England. Um, but, you know, it, it is the best feeling. And, you know, jumping those really skinny fences where, you know, now you have to make sure the shoulders are in the flags, the horse's right, shoulders. Right, the flags are a big the thing flag now. Rule, you know, otherwise you get penalized. So it's all what very- What does that mean? So, Explain that. So in your, on your cross-country fences, you have flags. You've got a white flag on the left, red flag on the right. You've got to go between yeah. them. If you jump that the other way, you're eliminated. Mm -hmm. So you'll have some skinnier fences where more or less... It's red, right. Yes. Mm -hmm. So more or less, those skinnier fences, you know, it's only room, especially at the higher level, to just get your horse fit fitting through. So as a youngster, you want to train your horse to go through the flags. So on the arena, um, you'll, you'll put some flags up either side of fences so horses, you, you know, you teach them to trot and just look at the flags. So even though you're out in cross country, they see them, they know they're going through them. But um, now there's a rule where that you have to bring, you have, the horse's shoulders have to go inside the flag, otherwise you get penalized. Um, so, you know, the main objective is trying to keep your, your score as low as possible. Mm -hmm. So, you know. What's um, the penalize? I believe it's 15, 15, 15 penalties. And then if you run out, so if you stop at a fence or you run to the side, that's 20. I mean, of course, if you fall... So the flags a are a big deal now, much more deal. so than it used to be, where mm -hmm. it used to be. Exactly. And, um, you know... It, it's and there's flags on every jump. Every jump. And, you know, some... Including those triangular ones that are very narrow. You've got to jump the Oh, yeah, the arrowheads, yes. Uh -huh. Yeah, or in the corners. And sometimes they'll <coughs> have that you know, two strides on the left to another one. So it's all about teaching the horse's accuracy from the very beginning. Um, and like this horse here, he ran um, under rules in England for Nicky Henderson, one of the English, um, you know, top trainers. Um, and then we had a pre-training business in England too. And so we did a lot with work with him and he was a natural brave horse. Um, but we did a lot of work with going through the flags and you know things like this and this horse here as well um, he was off the track but you know it's teaching them that it's not just also going fast as well you have to teach them to bring them back otherwise if you, you have come to in, have impulsion to get over yes yeah. so to, those flat. big ones too but you know those race horses are used to going fast so they've got to learn to come back wait especially if you've got two skinnies on the turn mm -hmm. um, so that's also important with our body position and our riding mm -hmm. um, that we do everything from our seat and our body and not not our hands essentially too 
because again, you pull, they pull, and they might chuck their head, and as they're chucking their head, you might have a skinny there, and you're out, you're out the side door. So the most I want to ask important. you tons more questions, but before no, the end of the segment, sure. I gotta ask you what's your what's your bucket list? What's your my bucket list? Well, I'd love to compete for the country at top level, you know. Um, so I had a decision. I I'm a dual citizen between Britain and I'm America. I'm about to be a dual Are citizen. Oh, yeah. There we go. That's like mum. <laughs> um, so I've chosen. I ride for the USA. Um, so my goal is to compete, you know, at the Olympics and stuff. But you know, everyone has different goals. So they want to just, you know, I don't say just. They want to go and compete at the Olympics, let's say. But I want to go and give it my best shot and essentially try and be in the, the, those top, those top few. Um, so everything I do, you know, I was always taught that if you're going to do something, do it at your best ability, and you know that you've tried your best. <coughs> So even if it's a little event, as long as the preparation is good, and, you know, then we know it's right. Um, so I'm all for, you know, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it right and at the best of my ability. And so my bucket list is to win those gold medals. And, you know, I'm going for it. I'm going for it. Do you remember, was it Nick Skelton? They painted all the post boxes gold. gold. Yes. We could do that for you. There we go. I'll sort it out. In America with the post box. <laughs> and the... the the USPS uh, vans. Yes, they have to be gold. Yeah, have <laughs> for to be Sarah. Gold too. There we go. <laughs> going, going for gold. So, is there a timeline that you're looking at? Timeline. Well, I'm not in a rush, but because I want to do things in the right way. I saw something the other day. They're like, you know, um, do things in the right. You know, don't, don't rush. But don't waste your time doing it, e doing something. Just either. letting things fall in place yes. that you work. And I thought that was very true. Mm -hmm. um, but I, you know, as soon as I saw, so you've got LA twenty, uh, LA twenty twenty eight. The mm -hmm. Olympics are being there, are going there. Mm -hmm. um, so that's essentially my goal. I'd love to get there in a few weeks' time. I've got, um, <clears throat> I've got a big drive to make. I'm going back to California. Um, got some big opportunities, which I'm very excited, excited for for my career and things like that. Um, Hold that thought. So. We had the one minute okay. sign, <laughs> but I'm going to say gold LA 2028 right here. There you go. Looking at her. Let's try. Sarah, we'll try thank our you best. so much. No, Please thank come you. back. I've got lots more we Definitely. can talk about. No, I'm very uh, We are going you. to go to break. When we come back, we're not going to come back to me. We're actually going to take you straight to a pre recorded interview that we did at Epic, the Equine Performance Innovative Center, with sweet little Parley, the miniature horse. They saved him. And it's a great video telling you the story. We'll come back and close it out right at the end of that. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet. We'll be right back. This show is brought to you in part by Tack Shack of Ocala, the horse lover's candy store proudly offering customer halters, race tack, whips, blinkers, belts, dog collars, and more. Tack Shack of Ocala, one-stop shopping for all your horse needs. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a salt water spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala. Experience the difference in buying. 
Paul makes it simple with no pressure, the best sales staff, and lots of inventory. Experience the difference at Palm Chevy in Ocala or online at palmchevrolet.com. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Acres Pest Control offers a variety of professional pest control services for farm owners, residential and commercial customers. Control pests, fire ants, mosquitoes, rodents and more. Also offering fly misting systems with speedy response, friendly service and effective pest control techniques. No contracts and affordable, effective pest control. Acres, A-K-E-R-S, is the best for your acres. Check them out now at acrespestcontrol.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show here at EPIC, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center in Ocala, the horse capital of the world. Sitting with me, I have the mastermind behind EPIC, Dr. Alberto Rian. And between us, we've added a friend, Parley. And Parley has a great story. Um, the rehab here has helped him uh, significantly. The change in him is absolutely incredible. I'm going to let Dr. Rian tell his story. How about you hold him while I tell his story? So, Parley, when he was a kid, yearling, <laughs> not when he was little, not when he was little, right? Um, something happened on his life that he became very lame in the front. And when you, if, you, if you look at the video, you see that he basically could put no weight in the front at all. It was only his hind end. So when he came and we x-rayed him, we found fragments of bone on both front shoulders. Wow. They were quite severe, actually, quite severe. And we consulted with multiple surgeons because when he came, I was honest with everybody. I told him I have never treated this condition successfully before. And we consulted with other surgeons and said, well, the only option that you have is to do surgery. And there's a surgery that you had to do where you just basically remove the joint and you put screws and plates and they do relatively okay. He belonged to the Therapeutic Association, Marion, Marion, Marion County Therapeutic. Therapeutic Association. And obviously the, the funds were short, mm -hmm. so they couldn't go for surgery. And they asked me, what else can we do? I said, well, we, we do a lot of rehab over here, and I would love to help however we can. So sure enough, we kept rehabbing partly. We use every therapy that we have discussed about, and magna wave, therapy plate. He, he even have some, some innovative, innovative treatments like a PRP, he has ozone therapy. <laughs> he had stem cell therapy. Oh he had absolutely every therapy that we had in here. You gave to you could you could tell like that we have never seen this before because he was if we had it he was getting it and we were not gonna make it a, a we, we were not gonna spare any therapy on him. He was so loving and his purpose became stronger and stronger as he got better and you could see as he got better he was actually 
fun of kids. And I said, what is going on? He was born to help kids and help kids in hospitals and help kids in, um, in, in rehab centers. And sure enough, we put that to the test. And recently, Bentley took him to the downtown and he was a rock star. He was. He was a rock star. He he was walking very well to the to the untrained eye. You would not be able to tell that how bad he used to be, and and where has where he has come now. You, you almost it's almost unbelievable the 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 progress. And this progress was not. I I must say before before we go further, it's not. It was a it was a village that took this. You know that we have vets working on this horse from Colombia, Argentina, Egypt. <laughs> we have we have have techs from Italy working on on Parley. Parley is probably the most worked equine <laughs> in the whole United States. He is an amazing is an amazing story. It's wonderful. Tell us a little bit uh, about Illusion. Illusion is. It's a horse that, one of those horses that you, just like partly that you're like, oh, I don't know if we could do that. I I don't know if we could do that. It's a horse with severe laminitis, severe laminitis, and basically losing both of her feet, losing both of her hind feet. And unfortunately, the recommendation from multiple veterinarians what's to put her to sleep. And the owner just found about us and found about our therapies and say, what can you do? And we're like, if, you're, if you don't want to give up, we're not going to give up. We're just going to keep going. And we continue treating Illusion with exact science and therapies that I was telling you about. We treated her bone infections because she got laminitis then she got bone infections we treated those with the hyperbaric chamber the salt water spa we treated her with the vibration plate the weakness we treated the weakness in the muscles we treated her with the magna wave and we treated her with therapeutic therapeutic chewing and just slowly she started making some changes and slowly she started putting weight and her ulcers in the body from laying down all the time started started healing she started walking and she started walking and walking every day until she was able to go home that's incredible as short and sweet as that that's wonderful what about izzy easy oof easy is is easy is 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 extremely special because it's it's graphic and the documentation when you when you look at the the picture of how she got here, she was rescued by she was rescued by Miss Laureen Vargas. Um, I know Laureen. You know Laureen? Uh-huh. Yes. So she was rescued by Laureen and her organization, who are a, a blessing to the horse business in yes. Ocala. Mm-hmm. And the horse having a hard time describing how she arrived because she was carried by eight people oh into goodness. these facilities. Like literally carry. These people were just not willing to give up on Easy. And and it was out of this world how these gentlemen and ladies picked her up 
and I say we need to do something to save her. She was, she she was like in the ground. That's all I can say. Oh. She was in the ground, and she couldn't get up. She was extremely underweight. That's why they could pick her up, and she was abandoned by her previous owners, which we don't know who they are. But Lorraine and her group found her and brought her up, and they said we gotta do something. And we say, if you're not ready to give up, we're not going to give up. So she had severe bone infection on both front feet. Oh. And we did the standard treatment that we do for severe bone infection, which is antibiotic, therapeutic chewing, hyperbaric oxygen chamber, salt water spa. She was severe malnourished, so we consulted with a nutritionist where we gave her the best nutrition possible because you have to be careful how you bring him back. And a lot of TLC. Every day, 24-7, the same village, working on working for the same purpose. So we kept working on her every day, 18 hours a day, but she was probably getting some sort of treatment. The poor girl probably didn't sleep well for a while <laughs> because even at night, she was getting some sort of treatment. Wow. And you can see the videos, how beautiful she is. I think she made and she actually made it to the Ocala Style magazine. So you'll see, you see her report coming soon because she has definitely impacted uh, a lot of people on how inspiring that is. Because uh, something that we forget is that this is, not just the, this is not just the owner or the person that rescued them or us. I don't know what percentage it is, but a higher percentage, the highest percentage is the horse who doesn't want to give up. And if the horse, you can almost see it in the eyes, if they don't want to give up, then we're here for them. And easy and old illusion, parley, they just had it in their eyes. They were not ready to give up. They just wanted to keep going and keep fighting. Their, their strength, it's like an excellent soul, you know? It's like, I want to live. Yeah, it's, so, it's amazing. Dr. Rian, miracle performer. Uh, mastermind uh, behind Epic You and, and the village uh, performing miracles. Tell us um, one, one thing on your bucket list that you want to accomplish. Well, um, one, thing on my, one thing on my bucket list that we just accomplished is that we partnered up with Dr. Phil Hammock, one of the most amazing surgeons in the country, and we finished the surgical suite, who, as I told you, was has been the plans for many, many years. So that, we just finished that um, several months ago. And now we're fully open. Mm, state-of-the-art surgical suite, state-of-the-art equipment. You'll take pictures and you'll show everybody how amazing it is, because it's just an amazing, just an amazing dream come true. It's an amazing team. And the, the partnership with Dr. Hammock has taken our dreams from this, from what we had, uh, EPC back in the days to an epic to us. place. <laughs> it certainly is epic, and um, Parley agrees. Uh, I'm here with Dr. Alberto Ruan, Luisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. I was told to get rid of my laptop, so it's gone. Whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world or not, happy horsing around until the same time next week. <laughs>